1: The Mind Aware,
0: 182.
1: Please enjoy this classic interview with Susan Ratliff. Brain Trainers, this is Dana Wild and welcome to the Mind Aware Show, where you discover the best information on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the Mind Aware and now you're ready to take intentional action. Do you ever feel discouraged with your business? I mean, do you ever feel like throwing in the towel? Well, I'm here with Susan Ratliff and she is the author of How to Succeed When You Don't Feel Successful. And she's had the same experience in her business. She was able to turn it around and now she's here to help you do the same. Hey, Susan. Hi, how are you, Dana? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. You know, Susan, I think a great place to start would be to talk a little bit about your story because you actually started in business in like 1988 with $5,000 and You haven't looked back, right? So do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
0: Absolutely. You know, I didn't uh, plan on becoming an entrepreneur, but I was in the real estate business, and I had a baby. And I'll tell you what, sometimes that is quite a transformation and mindset uh, that changes your whole life and shakes you up. And I just didn't want to go back to 24-7 working. I wanted to stay home with my son. And uh, I did. I quit real estate and stayed home with my son. And it, that lasted about four months, Dana, before I was, like, going crazy, <laughs> wanting uh, wanting to be around, you know, making money, Wanted missed my paycheck, and my friends at work. But I still didn't want to leave my son. So I actually was flipping through Entrepreneur Magazine one day and came across a business opportunity. It was um, personalized children's books where the child's name and friends are in the store and you made the books on a computer.
1: Mm, I've heard of those.
0: Yeah, I thought it would be the perfect home-based business for me. So I took uh, against everyone's recommendations, didn't have much support from family and friends, but borrowed uh, took $5,000 from savings and started my first home-based business and ran that for six years. I became the number two distributor in the country selling personalized children's books from swap meets and craft fairs and trade shows. That's actually... How I got into the exhibit business.
1: But it's interesting you bring up the trade show and exhibits because you're actually an expert on that. You've also written a book about doing exhibits. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, those first days of selling at
0: exhibits? Certainly, I I learned the exhibit business in the trenches. As I mentioned, selling those personalized books, I started out in swap meets and then I went into craft fairs in people's backyards and then I got into Price Club and Costco and the business sort of exploded, but I learned how to sell from an exhibit, you know, what the display should look like, how to attract customers to come over to my booth, how to sell on the show floor in that type of an environment. And that's really how I learned my exhibiting skills for when uh, the next stages of my business life took place.
1: Awesome. So did you face any challenges early on in your business that you had to overcome?
0: Oh, brother, that was, uh, I have quite a roller coaster ride of challenges and obstacles that I have faced in my business. As a matter of fact, I, I talk to it, uh, talk about it in, um, in a presentation I give called, How to Succeed When You Don't Feel Successful. And one of the first things I learned was to tune out negative people. I mean, you were going to have a lot of uh, a lot of people that just don't think you can do what you set your heart on doing, or they try to squash your goals and your your dreams. And I learned early on to just ignore those people and to go with your gut. When you want to start a business, when you want to grow a business, you have an idea or a concept that you are passionate about. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. So that really helped having that mindset feeling as if I could uh you know overcome those negative um, negative uh input from people and and I have uh, proven that that can be done. One of the other things I discovered was that enthusiasm expands experience. You know, there were a lot of times I walked into an opportunity where I didn't know exactly what I was doing. Uh, and of course, between the the internet and the, you know the library, you can really find about anything about anything uh, that you want to do nowadays. But having that that enthusiasm, you know, that that sheer desire can often compensate your lack of experience. The so passion for a project can increase your confidence and competence. You know, while you're gaining experience. So with that type of mindset, I did find that that allowed me to go into challenging uh, opportunities and come out on top.
1: Oh, that's such an awesome, I love that. Enthusiasm expands experience. Is that That's just fantastic. So let's talk about that a little bit because it kind of cracks me up, Susan, when I think about some people who come in. We have a name for it in direct sales. It's like called Ignorance on Fire. And people, they come in, they don't know anything, and yet it expands. And so we, I want to kind of dovetail on a couple of things you've said here, because I, I think you're right. People let their enthusiasm be squashed, and they listen to negative people. And so so what do you recommend? Do you have any kind of practical ideas when people are dealing, sometimes it's their partners that are not that enthusiastic about their, their business? I mean, what do you think about that? What do you do to stay up and stay motivated?
0: wow, I try to stay away from those people. Uh, that's pretty bad if you've got a partner that's got that negativism. And I'm not talking about, you know, uh, tossing ideas back and forth and some, you know, there's some that, that are agree with and some that aren't agreed with. I'm talking about really being around the toxic people that bring you down. So so my recommendation is stay away from them. The other thing is, you know, it's you've got to create your own luck. A lot of people think that, uh, you know, they, they're they waiting for things to happen, and my philosophy is you need to get out there and position yourself for success. Networking was one of the ways in which I grew my business, and to be frank with you, Dana, it was because I didn't have any money to advertise, mm-hmm. so I used networking and free publicity as ways in which to gain credibility, get my business and products noticed, and and you know, be acknowledged within my community. But I actually got up and went out and did things. One of the best decisions I had made in the networking uh, arena was to, position myself where the prosperous people were. Play with the prosperous, hang out with the heavyweights, you know, network with the notables, mix with the masterminds. Put yourself in the position of the people with power and then always listen for their lessons because you can, you know, through osmosis gain a lot of knowledge, information, and, and motivation by being around the people that are successful.
1: Awesome. Awesome. This is Dana Wild. You're listening to the Mind Aware show and I'm talking to Susan Ratliff and she's telling you how to succeed when you don't feel successful. And I I love this idea about playing to the prosperous and really you're talking about getting out of the house, right? Because then, you know, you're around less negative people if you're putting yourself in positions where you're around other people who are successful. It sounds to me like kind of a double fold strategy, right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, and a lot of us are solopreneurs or you know, real estate agents, insurance people, financial planners, or companies that are micro-business. I was a micro-business. All my companies are micro-businesses, which mean I operate with under 10 employees. doesn't mean I'm small, and it doesn't mean I don't generate a lot of income, but you know, I'm considered a micro-business. You have to get out of that office. I found that joining Chambers of Commerce, women's organizations, National Association of Women Business Owners, where the movers and shakers are is where I wanted to be. And even though when I started out, you know, I was operating out of my master bedroom basically, uh, but when I was at an event such as that, and I sat at a table with, you know, 10 other powerful women or or business people, they didn't know by looking at me my level of experience, my length of time in business, what I did or didn't know. So if I dressed the part, acted the part, had something valuable to say, I was perceived just as successful and impressive as those Fortune 500 CEOs across the table from me.
1: Very interesting. I haven't heard someone say that before. I like that. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're talking to Susan Ratliff, and she can tell you how to be a weekend entrepreneur, make more money, and how to succeed when you don't feel successful. I want to reiterate that. So you're saying when you go to a networking event, make sure to dress the part, act as if act the part. Do you have any other advice for how to make a good impression when you first actually start speaking to somebody? Is there anything you can do to make networking more effective?
0: Yes, you can plan for it. Too many times people will walk into a room and have the, have no plan of action. They haven't practiced their 30-second commercial or their little elevator presentation. Uh, they They fumble when they meet someone just something as simple as having a decent handshake, Dana, this is for real downfall. Women, you know, they, they have this terrible wimpy handshake. So, so develop a good handshake, be prepared with a, you know, one or two sentence opening explanation of who you are and what you do. And you really have to lead with benefits to the person you're talking to. Uh, My, my, um, introduction when I meet someone and they ask me, you know, you're in this networking event and, and it's, so, hi, who are you? What do you do? Well, I'm Susan Ratliff. I help your company turn your exhibit booth into a powerful profit center. You know, being in the trade show business, that's what I do. So I I lead with a benefit to them and then they want to know more. Uh, in addition to wanting something from someone when you're in a networking uh, circumstance. You also want to be able to give back. It shouldn't be all one-sided. I'm always looking around for companies I can connect together. And when you get the reputation of being a business broker where you can partner people together that are going to benefit each other uh, with no benefit to yourself, uh, that gets around and people will start calling you for referrals because you know who to tap into. So it's a win-win on both sides.
1: That's a really a good point. So it's it's a bit like you become the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I mean, connector. Resource. 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 That's a yeah. perfect way to put it. You become the resource and plus you become loved by all because you're you're connecting people, right? So you're helping people find people for their business. It's just... Genius. I love it, Susan. Now, do you need to expand your sphere of influence? Susan's going to reveal the secret to getting referrals in just minutes. I don't know about you, but now that I understand Train Your Brain and the power of mindset, I want to be around other people who get it. That's why I joined Train Your Brain You at trainyourbrainu.com. So many experts are training the old tired stuff like work hard, get out of your comfort zone, discipline yourself, blah blah blah. I can't even listen to it anymore. I really just want to learn from and mingle with people who understand that getting happy is the fastest path to success. I want to grow my business the easy way. That's why I join Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. And did I mention that it's only a dollar a day? It's incredible. Go ahead and check it out for yourself at com. That's trainyourbrainyou.com.
0: trainyourbrainyou.com.
1: Hi, welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. I am your host, Dana Wild, and I'm here with Susan Ratliff. She is the author of Exhibit Like an Expert. And so, Susan, tell me now, we were talking referrals are really such an important part of business success and so how do you get better at getting them
0: you're selective about where you go to network really you like i said you stay prepared and you know the thing about networking is you have to be consistent you have to go to the same organization so people get to become familiar with you and you know as salespeople we know that people buy from people they like people they trust And the the thing is, as you become a referral partner and a resource and a good networker, you will be top of mind on people's, you know, uh, they'll be thinking about you immediately when they need what you sell.
1: I like where you're going with this. I want to pull out what you said about select, about where you're networking and where you're going. Is this why you recommend doing trade shows and doing exhibits so that you have more control over who you're networking with?
0: But to be frank with you, trade shows are one of the most cost-effective ways in which to market, sell products and services for any any kind of company. It's a it's you know a 150 billion dollar a year industry. Where else can you meet you know 1,500 people in in a you know eight hour day uh, compared to any other way in which you can market your products or services? It's it's tremendous, and for the networking aspects of it. You know, you as an exhibitor, you're networking with attendees, but you can also network with other exhibitors. There's just an enormous amount of information and sales that you can acquire from trade show marketing.
1: Yeah, I can totally get that. This is Dana Wild. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Susan Ratliff. She is the author of Exhibit Like an Expert. And so in addition to what you're saying is it's a bit like a sieve because you're getting such qualified people in the door on top of it when you're doing a trade show is that right
0: well absolutely if you've targeted the right trade shows which is you know one of your keys to success and if you have a dynamic display that's going to attract people and reflect your professionalism and personality at the booth but the key point is to be uh, prepared with a, a sales strategy that your staff has been prepped for that will give the the audience Answers to their their requests, you know, fill fill their challenges, eliminate their fears, lead with benefits, and that's one of the biggest mistakes people make at trade shows is they they do an information dump on everything they do and sell, and they don't start out talking about what's in it for me for the customer.
1: Well, actually, you just led to, to what I wanted to ask you. So, you recommend how do you stand out? How do you make sure that that you're having those good connections? Is it to like you said, lead with your benefits or lead with what's in it for me?
0: Well, there's actually five key strategies that I feel will turn your booth into a powerful profit center. You have to have some goals set for yourself in, in the beginning. You've got to know why you're there and what you want to accomplish. Your display has got to be professional and attractive and not cluttered and really lead with beneficial messages that are going to attract your customers are walking by because they only have about six to ten seconds to really glance at your booth and know what, what you do. Uh, then you have to have that sales strategy prepared. Your staff has to have it memorized. They have to know what they're going to say. They have to know what objections are going to be asked, how to overcome them, and then getting back to benefits. they got to know what they want to do with that customer, what they want to ask them for. Uh, there's a lot of promotions that you can do to drive traffic to the booth. And one of the biggest mistakes, Companies make is follow up they don't follow up fast enough or at all, so those are probably the five keys that someone should concentrate on.
1: Wow, you are such a wealth of information, Susan. I love it. Where can people learn more about you, Susan?
0: Well, you know Dana, I'm a professional speaker right now. I sold my trade show company, which I ran for sixteen years, and now I travel around the country teaching people about networking, trade show marketing, attracting free publicity. You can find me at uh, SusanRatliffPresents.com, my website. You can reach me at at SusanRatliff.com if you want to have a chat. I'd love to speak to any organization or show producer that might want me to come in and share my knowledge and experiences with their organization or convention.
1: I love it. I love it. Let me repeat that. That's Susan.
0: Ratliff, S U S
1: A N R A T L I F F. Susan Ratliff Presents dot com and, and head on over there. You know, really what's nice about your presentations, what I like about your material is that, you know, you cover so many different things that have to do with starting a small business and building from there you know you've done it you've lived it you've got all these great ideas whether it be about mindset how to succeed when you don't feel successful how to be a weekend entrepreneur how to make the most out of exhibits yeah that's
0: 35 years of sales and marketing and my passion is sharing it with other entrepreneurs to make them successful
1: yeah it's fantastic thank you so much for being here susan just awesome
0: you're welcome dana thank you for listening
1: to the mind aware show And remember to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Mind Aware. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. You deserve it.
0: For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now.